0: plushcare.com slash weightloss. Uh,
1: Give it to me. me. Hey, everyone. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where 120 months later, we provide podcast products all over the world, always true to what our listeners saw in us from the beginning, craft, heritage, and quality. Honoring tradition while leading with innovation, we're still on a mission to bring you the best quality, best things possible, and to do it in a sustainable way. Thanks for joining us. Sardines. Sardines, you guys. King Oscar sardines. He's so good. I would never have guessed. No. I had to look. Not in a million years. I mean, this is absolutely incredible. Yeah. King Oscar sardines. Their roots, by the way, go all the way back to the 1870s in the small fishing canneries of Stavanger, Norway.
0: Ah, uh, those small fishing canneries of Stavanger, Norway. I they, remember them You know, them they well. were
1: among the very first in Norway to develop smoked, bristling sardines and oil.
0: I I can't remember a time before smoked, bristling the sardines and oil. <laughs> is brizzling? Was it that word?
1: <laughs> Br- brizzling. Brizzling. Did I get that right? Yeah. I don't I know guess what that so. means. If um, you like everyone else is sick in some way, or trying not to get sick,
0: <laughs> or just twisted inside, you know.
1: Well, yeah, I was going to say if you like feel like you're going to get a cold or you're trying not to. Anyway, uh-huh. sardines are among the uh, they're they're an immune boosting food. They're there's, in that omega three category. Very
0: good for so many things, heart health, mm-hmm. you know. Lung support. Maybe
1: I'll, maybe I'll have some sardines and salad for... I
0: actually eat sardines. I think this may be well known to some people in the audience, like two or three times a week.
1: Yeah. He's a big... Tom's a big fan, guys. Yeah. Like, for real, for real. Not just not just because it's such a thing. And that's either.
0: why when I go to the doctor and she says, like, you know, you're 52, but your actual age is 20. It's because of the sardines. <laughs> or because... <laughs> is that what happens? Or because I'm lying, she never says.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm like, well, really?
0: She does say your omegas are off the charts, uh, and I'm like sardines.
1: Sardines, um, baby. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Love uh, it. What do we got?
0: Just, I'm just gonna be honest. I want to be always want to be transparent with the audience. I always want to make sure I set their expectations. Molly's well, things are way better than mine this week.
1: <laughs> so oh, I don't my, know. I.
0: I'm sure my things are fine. This is not a crisis in confidence. It's just, I I was like, ah, I'm just not finding the stuff that really gets me excited. So I did ask ChatGPT to describe my things to kind of help boost them a little.
1: (laughs) So I was wondering what these paragraphs were about. (laughs) That is awesome.
0: Now, flip phones became popular in the early 2000s (laughs) as a more compact and stylish alternative to the larger and more clunky cell phones of the time. They also had a clamshell design that protected the screen and keypad when not in use, which made them more durable. And in recent years, flip phones have seen a resurgence in popularity, as some people prefer their simplicity and nostalgia over the ever-increasing complexity and features of smartphones.
1: I mean, what's amazing about this is, one, ChatGPT, is there (laughs) anything you can't do? But two, or B, it confirmed the thing status of flip phones. Yeah. By noting their ever-increasing popularity.
0: Yeah. I just said, explain to me why flip phones are a thing. And that's what it gave me. Uh, There is a CNN article from January 16th. We also, uh, Rich covered this on Daily Tech News Show uh, about Gen Z leaning into buying flip phones as a thing you take out when you go out. So you don't replace people are not replacing their smartphone. They're using their smartphone at home, you know, to get ready to go out. And then when you go out for the night, so you don't lose your expensive smartphone. So you don't get texts from people you don't want to get texts from while you're out and about. Um, and, and so you like can focus on what's happening around you. You, you have the flip phone and that way you can get an emergency text out. If you need to mm-hmm. certain people might even have your flip phone number and you can make calls. Uh, but, but that's it. You, you, you don't, you don't carry the smartphone with you, at least according to this CNN
1: article. I love that though, as like a, a, a version of kind of a burner or a low, uh, low impact, low stress burner.
0: Right. Phone. Right. It's, it's, it's got, more longevity, I guess, than a burner in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but yeah, a lot of the a lot, lot of the advantages of of that sort of you know like oh, it's a second phone. Only I really love it.
1: Yeah, what I love about this is I feel like there's been an off and on conversation about whether flip phones were a thing. Like I feel like we talked about flip phones, and it might have been in a pre show because it wasn't mm-hmm. all the way there yet. It was yeah, like yeah. creeping up. And then now there does seem to be this Y2K aesthetic and flip phones are kind of a part of that. But it I, seems like they have finally arrived, like they finally cheaper, hit thing,
0: right? Like you can mm-hmm. get a flip phone for 20 bucks. Why totally. wouldn't you now adding it to your plan might be the cost prohibitive thing for some people because you, you have to pay for the service, but you can get a, a pay as you go plan for it instead of a totally. pay by the month plan.
1: Or you yeah. can just pop your SIM phone in your SIM card you in. Can. Think, you can. Right?
0: That's absolutely true. You could just you can just pull the SIM card out and and move it between. Now if you've got an eSIM, obviously you can't do that. And some people mm-hmm. don't want to mess with that, but it's it's that's an option. Yeah.
1: It's so interesting like the uh my son and I totally I when you know you should talk about it is when your son makes you go to Rite Aid after school so you can pick up like a $30 like track phone. Uh-huh.
0: So that's Which a thing happened. that happened? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's great.
1: <laughs> amazing, absolutely I, amazing. I wonder if
0: now I wonder if smartphones in general prices would have to come down more. But are we getting to an accessorization of phone where people are like, oh, well, yeah, I have my flip phone for certain situations, and then I have my smartphone for certain situations. Is that I don't I don't know what other form factor would would fit in there, but. But that's an interesting, intriguing idea to me. The idea that you don't just have a phone, you have Mm -hmm. phones for different purposes.
1: Oh, see, that would be kind of amazing. The idea of opening, I love the idea of like opening a drawer, like how in the movies, the rich people open the watch yes oh yeah yeah absolutely Or like a tie Uh or a purse or something and you're like oh this is the right look for me you slide out the drawer
0: you put on the the appropriate watch you put on the appropriate Mm -hmm. uh, necklace and then you pick the appropriate cell phone (laughs) yeah
1: right Uh and you just pop the sim card over or (laughs) it's that number for that night or Or, whatever
0: companies could start offering really cheap plans that include all your devices you know yeah
1: um i want that future i love that yeah Like, I love the idea of picking out a phone to go with my outfit. That is so fun. Yeah. You know what I also love, too? On a more serious note, Mm. the more you know. Yeah. I do like the fact that teens and Gen Zs and young people are sort of evolving away from how destructive phones are. Like, they're saying, my son is literally saying, I hate this thing. I feel like I'm a slave to it. You know, I can't.
0: That's Put it down. It's yeah.
1: constantly after me and, and distracting me and, you know, ding, 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 ding. Texts everywhere. Like, I don't want to text. Like, they're rejecting the distraction and also the social pressure mm-hmm. around it. And I love that. I think that's really – it's like a healthy evolution. It's like the body building resistance and an immunity to this I like, wonder virus.
0: if there's an advantage – to being young, what, one of the things about being young is you pick up on things faster, right? So the stereotype is like, "Oh, my my kid knows all about computers." You know, uh, mm-hmm. I wonder if there's something also to you you get you you get inoculated to the negative effects faster when you're younger, mm-hmm. and so instead mm-hmm. of thinking, "Well, you know, I'm I'm probably overreacting," uh, and the kids are like, "No, I've grown up with this. It's definitely a problem. I've seen it's it my bad. entire life." Right? Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And us being like, well, we're still figuring out the boundaries and whatever. And they're like, no, my experience of this is objectively crap Well,
0: and we're also like, oh, my gosh, you know, I, I let's say with the iPhone came out, what, 2007. Right. And uh, I was 17 years old. And and so all my life. OK, I was 37, but whatever. Uh, all my life. <laughs> I had been like, "Oh, this is amazing! I wanted something like this." And so you put up with the negative effects because you're so excited about it. Mm-hmm. But for for younger folks, this has always been. It's the world has always had smartphones. Like right. there's nothing special about them. Why why They're are you like, forgiving yeah. their negatives?
1: They're like, "Yeah, I have a supercomputer in my pocket. Yeah, it
0: sucks. Of course you do.
1: Get it away from me. Yeah." Yeah, that doesn't excuse really? it from
0: being a bad supercomputer.
1: It's true. It's like all the things that we think are modern miracles now that we complain about. Right. There's the kind of ongoing joke about like, oh, you have Internet in the sky and you're mad about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no. Yeah, but it does suck, though. Yeah. <laughs> that's a real thing. Oh, that's good. I, I like, like that, that. flip phones. Yeah. Now I want to get one. Um. OK, so this is one that I wasn't sure about. And then the Internet validated me because what I have noticed is that. While my son had been a big fan of Game Pigeon, which is a little game that you can play uh, over iMessage. Okay. And it includes like a little billiards game and a cup pong type thing. And there's an archery one and they're really funny. You just, it's like a text based It's not, the game is not text, but you text someone their turn uh-huh. and then they get this little graphical game that they play. And, you know, they take their turn and it sends back to you and it shows it's what their turn doing It's one of those iMessage like, apps,
0: like, like when you search for animated GIFs, except it's a game.
1: Right, exactly. Okay. And it's, I think it's like built in, but Game Pigeon is an extension of iMessage. Uh-huh. And then a friend of mine, like someone a few years older than me, all of a sudden sent me a Game Pigeon. And I was like, oh, wait, is everybody all of a sudden playing Game Pigeon? And then I, my son was playing it in the car on the way to school, and I was like, oh, you know, I played that with Sarah the other day. And he was like, oh, yeah, I think it's kind of a thing now. I don't know what had caused it to jump out, mm-hmm. but then the validation came from Slash Gear, which had an article published on January 11th saying, can you play Game Pigeon on Android? <laughs> yep, there you go. And I was like, all right, if people want it on Android, then it must be a thing.
0: (laughs) Once people are trying to figure out how to get it on their platform, exactly that's that's validation for sure. I have not experienced Game Pigeon. I'm so excited (gasps) you brought this. This is amazing.
1: I cannot wait to start playing Game Pigeon. It's so perfect. (laughs) It's so perfect because it's just like, you know, it's just a text and you Uh get to it when you get to it. It's not all consuming and it's super lightweight and it's just like billiards or pong or like it's all... It's all some version of aiming by pulling, swiping back your finger and letting go or whatever, you know?
0: So do you install it or is it – how do you get it?
1: I think – I want to say that it's like a part of the – I'm pulling up my phone now because, you know, we're working here. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's see. I want to say that I'm like Tom Merritt and I – that it's – yeah, it's built into the little – there's the little bar mm-hmm. of icons that include audio and stickers and Memoji and stuff. Right, right. And if you scroll over a little bit then you get to Game Pigeon. So I just challenged you to a game of Cup Pong. This is All where right. we need video again.
0: Let's play Cup Pong and it's Cup got Pong. a little thing. Oh, I have to I do have to install it from the App Store though.
1: You that's do? Mine. Yeah. Oh, I must already have it cuz kid.
0: Yeah, you probably just put it on your phone. Mm. I mean, it, that's easy. Uh it's got a 4-star rating. And then it'll add it to the, to the tray. That's
1: yeah. Okay. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Good to know. So it's not built in. You do have to download it.
0: You have to download it, but good research cup pong. Yep. Now it's there. Cup um, <laughs> Oh, what? Well, why is it making me tell you again? I don't want to. Yeah. I just want to play. How do I say? Yes. Let's play.
1: <laughs> oh, shouldn't, doesn't it show up for you with just like a little play button?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm dumb. I should, have, I, I didn't see that. Play. I thought it was a video cause I saw the play button.
1: It's like, okay. Boomer.
0: Old. Uh, there we go. All right. Your turn. <laughs> huh? Yeah. This is going to be the rest of the show. Folks. It's this just going to be the be... rest of the show. We're just <laughs> us playing. Molly and I did, you, talking did you make about... any or <laughs> I, I try. Oh, do I get, I get more than one try. Hold on. You get, no. Yeah. You get
1: two tries. Yeah. All right. There you go. Now it's sent. <laughs> oh, it's back. He missed the first one and made the second one. That's right. All right, so then I'm blue and I just basically flicked the pong. Hollywood's
0: cup bong technique has been well studied. Uh,
1: oh, I missed them both. Anyway, oh, see, man, it's just that easy. And now you want to do this for? The oh, rest and of I show. get
0: a replay of yours. That oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. All
1: right, game pigeon. There you go. Also, you're I'm welcome.
0: A, yeah, I need a beer we're going to do this. I know.
1: Really. It's really yeah. true. Actually.
0: All right. We need to stop that. Uh, that's great. No, I love Game Pigeon. And now I will be doing it a lot, apparently.
1: Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you will. Sorry. It's so fun. It's a thing.
0: Um, wearable stuffed animals, uh, you might also know them as plushies, uh, have become popular among a subculture of people who enjoy expressing their individuality. Uh, and creativity. Uh, They're colorful, playful accessories, and you can wear them as a form of self-expression, as a way to show off your personality or interest. They also are kind of comforting and nostalgic. They remind people of childhood and playing with stuffed animals. Additionally, there's a community and sense of belonging among folks who enjoy wearing stuffed animals as they often attend conventions and events with other like-minded individuals. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I skipped one part of what Chad GPT wrote, which was uh-huh. furry fashion, because I think ChatGPT GPT was thinking this was a different subculture than what I was. I am saying wearable stuffed animals is a thing that I'm just seeing people Aware, not even part of a subculture so chat gbt uh, <laughs> no judgment but i think whoa, you're whoa, thinking whoa. of a different section of the populace uh, than i was but have you noticed this like people just adding stuffed animals as a fashion accessory
1: hmm And if I'm being a hundred percent honest, I actually think it is a crossover. I think it may have roots in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And that the the furry subculture is itself a thing that's mm-hmm. gotten a lot more popular.
0: Yeah. And a lot and less so I, less uh snickered at.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Far, far, far less stigmatized. And I mean, I hear references to it constantly. And I think it maybe led to the wearing of the fursona out in public but Mm -hmm. like in the you know as embodied almost like by a companion instead of a head to toe kind of thing yeah and then all of a sudden boom
0: and then people who are not part of the community see that and go oh that's fun i'm gonna do that without necessarily knowing where it comes from and then it just has spiraled out uh and become a thing that i see like i don't know like celebrities when they're they're you know Paparazzi ketchup. They're like wearing a stuffed animal, or people on stage, you know, dressed up with fashion. I it's it's definitely a thing, though. I you're you're seeing this too, then?
1: Oh, for sure. And did you? I was actually really excited to see this on here because did you see the um the the there was a New York Fashion Week show, uh huh, by Daniel Roseberry, uh huh, his spring twenty twenty three couture offering for Schiaparelli. And if you happened to see a picture. Going around the internet of a lady with like an upsettingly realistic Mayan's head attached to her body. <laughs> <laughs> that was from this show. Uh-huh. And the whole show was models walking down the catwalk, no pun intended, mm. with like extremely realistic animal heads wow. attached to their dresses.
0: I did not. I did not know about this. That's that's incredible.
1: Which is something that would only happen because. Like the kind of like stuffed animal wearable thing is such a freaking thing. And they just decided like, forget the stuffed or these are stuffed. I mean, they're not, they're not real, but they were like, okay, you want a stuffed animal? Let's make it like the most hyper-realistic animal head. Yeah. Let's take, let's
0: take it to the, to the extreme. That's interesting. I, I also wonder if it, if it has a root in the backpack you know the kids' backpack culture that mm-hmm. older and older people started to wear. You know, like the the, the tiny backpack, which I think we talked about before.
1: Yeah, it, which is a hundred percent back.
0: Yeah, because yeah, th- those are was- sometimes also plushies.
1: Oh yeah, and character backpacks are a big thing. Yep. But yep. you're totally right. Like the wearable stuffed animals, and I do think that there's a big. I think there's a big furry influence happening here without doubt.
0: Let's credit chat GPT with, with shining a
1: little light on that. Well, chat GPT was like, these are connected. Trust me. (laughs) I have access to the entire corpus of information that's ever existed up to 2021. (laughs) So you can believe me on (laughs) on it.
0: I mean, I get things wrong 30% of the time, but not this time.
1: (laughs) But I'm so confident when I'm wrong that you'll never know. (laughs) You'll never guess. However, if you know, you know. Hey, that's your next thing, isn't it? It is. <laughs> I just kept seeing constantly the abbreviation and sometimes the hashtag. I weigh I Y K Y K. If you know, you know, that's been a long time coming. I thought that it has been a really long time coming. And then I found a story from how to geek mm-hmm. from October of last year about how that was the newest one of the newest internet acronyms.
0: Yeah, the acronym must be new. The the if you know you know has been around long time forever. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I, I liked my f- favorite spin on it is in uh, Fresh Off the Boat, the TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the in the opening song, uh, <laughs> he, he's like singing about his family, and he's like, "And if you don't know, homie, now you know." And that's playing off <laughs> the '90s song that used right.
1: that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't know, now you know. And then yeah. it was picked up in Hamilton.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. And somehow then it seems to have evolved, you know, I mean, it's been around again. It, like you said, a long time being in the know, if you know, you know. But the IYKYK is a new development. You said it so smoothly. How did you do It's like finding it impossible to read these letters out <laughs> loud in a row. Like, Tom's all, yeah, like, I- 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 don't blah, make blah. me do it again. Exactly. It's a one time thing. <laughs> But it is like it's everywhere. It looks like it popped up on Urban Dictionary in like 2016, but it's really 2018, 2019. Mm. When the when the season here's some examples. Here are a few ways you can add i y k y k to your captions. This trip to Vegas was definitely special. Hashtag if you know you know. Hey. When the season finale turns out crazier than you expected. Hashtag if you know you know. <laughs> I don't know why you have to say it like that, but you do. You do.
0: You do. You do. I, I can tell it's it's a uh, it's right when you say it that way. I'm like, yeah, no, that's right.
1: <laughs> Hashtag I Y K Y K. You're just gonna see it everywhere. You and have to I, say it, it that
0: way. I Y K Y K.
1: Actually, that helps too because it makes it slower and uh-huh. therefore easier to say. Oh. I was just I was in, I was inspired to finally pull it out of the bullpen because I was on a really a quite darling group chat with my dad and my brother and me watching football mm. and my brother kept typing like lfg and my dad was like what does lfg stand for mm-hmm. let's freaking go except mm-hmm. you know f word mm-hmm. yeah and then like smh and my dad's like what does smh stand for it was like the most adorable <laughs> boomer <laughs> conversation ever and i was like i gotta help people out with the iykyk thing. yes
0: these are game pigeon and iykyk are great
1: they're both kind of boomery too they're just fun <laughs> just fun good
0: times uh, fun to play pool well speaking of good times it's always a good time when you send us an email feedback at daily tech or daily tech dude. feedback <laughs> and it's a thing not me uh liz gives credit for ingredient households instead of the classic simpsons did it i have an even older pre thing the ingredients Ooh. household is just the most recent version of the idea i remember an episode of roseanne from the 90s when the mother of the family decided to eat healthier, one of the kids explained to a friend that sorry, we don't have food, we just have ingredients. Oh, I wow. think these households were just called crunchy back in our day.
1: Ah, they're like we have raw tamarind, we bring it to the park. Um, that <laughs> oh happened. God. That actually happened in my I was life. And they brought tamarind pods as a snack.
0: Tamarind pods. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, not a thing. Peggy in Santa Monica, though, has a pet thing. I don't think it's new, but when did dog strollers become a thing? Yes. I've even seen people carrying their dogs in their arms while pushing the empty stroller. Yes. Seems insane. Love the show and look forward to it every week.
0: Can confirm both of these today. <gasps> what? Seriously? <laughs> like, yeah. There is, there, there is a guy who has two smaller dogs and- sub thing is Sawyer the dog is 40 pounds mm-hmm. when he's you know been eaten a lot like he's not huge but yeah. the smaller dog people call him a big dog and they oh my dog is not okay with <sighs> big dogs this guy and he's really nice and his dogs are really nice but he has a stroller and he holds the other dog so he he sees Sawyer coming he puts one dog in the stroller and then he picks up the other dog and then we're everybody's happy everybody's cool until we've said hello and passed but I'm just like, yeah. That's okay, that is hundred percent a thing. Yeah.
1: I think it was a thing in New York for a long time. Like mm-hmm. there was even a I could see that. I think there was even a mini John Mullaney bit about yeah. it. Like okay. he talks about seeing Woody Allen or whatever, and they both have their dog and strollers, something crazy like that. And and it I think it must have spread. It must have just left the yeah gravity well of, of central park it
0: metastasized
1: <laughs> it Metastasized invaded the rest of the country oh bless it's because we keep breeding dogs into ever more useless creatures <laughs> with whose legs and lungs don't work
0: the first time i saw someone pick up their dog cross the street and put the dog back down i was like oh is there, did their dog have something wrong with it and then i found out later no There's people who are just like, uh, my dog shouldn't be walking across the street because a car could come.
1: Oh, see, I think, I feel like I've noticed, you know, during the pandemic when you'd be out walking and Mm -hmm. you'd have to like, it was so exhausting to go for a walk or a run because you have to dodge all the people on the sidewalk. Uh But I feel like that behavior really stuck in dog land. Mm. And on dog walks, whereas before you might just be walking along and you just would let your dogs like sniff and whatever. Yeah, right now you cross the street. Interesting. I, I know think- at least, and maybe it's just my neighborhood and my dogs are kind of you know pain in the butt. <laughs> and so they're like they're unexpectedly barky. Like I never know when. Yeah. Reggie, the alpha of the entire world, is going to decide he has to be like the boss. No, so it- I just do it, and I find it to be kind of a relief. But I also was like, wait, I feel like this didn't used to happen.
0: I, that's interesting. Cause I, I definitely crossed the street with Ray because she would react to other dogs and I was just being polite. Uh, but yeah. I don't with Sawyer and every once in a while, someone else will. And I feel bad. I'm like, Oh, he's, he's fine.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, oh, and he's probably lonely. God, there really are a lot of dog strollers on Amazon, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Scott
0: wrote in with some caviar knowledge. Mm. On a recent episode of Dirty Jobs, Mike Rowe learned about fishing for caviar in the Mississippi River. It (gasps) comes from shovelhead sturgeon and paddlefish, but it appears to still command a small premium. The company was Show Me Caviar and is based in Illinois, just north of St. Louis. So Show Me, the Show Me State, Missouri, uh, Uh, caviar caviar is actually in Illinois at in good old Pleasant Hill, Pleasant Hill, uh, Illinois.
1: My God, tom Rama, you're gonna, we're gonna have to get you some of this. Ooh, oh, their yeah. caviar is next legit. time I, I
0: visit my sister, I'll swing by Pleasant Hill for you.
1: Dude, this is $72 <laughs> for the American sturgeon caviar.
0: Oh, wow. This is like up, up on the way to Quincy. This is far north, too.
1: Oh, yeah, that's, a, that's expensive. Hamburg, I'm
0: like, Clarksville, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this well, is Mark Twain country, where that is.
1: Oh, cool. I think we should maybe go on a little It's a Thing adventure.
0: Let's find some caviar. That would be fun. That
1: okay. would be fun. Where's Campsville? Because I went to archaeology camp there,
0: and it's not far from there.
1: Oh, look mm. at that. wonder how sardines would be with my leftover creme fraiche. Oh, Weird?
0: that sounds good. No, good? no, Weird? I think you could make that work. Yeah. I think Crack me crackers. Crackers.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think dinner is solved. Okay. Anyway, Nick wrote in with a search engine thing for me, Molly, which I guess Tom could check out too if he wants.
0: No, thanks, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> there,
1: <laughs> there is a new search engine by an ex Googler that Molly should check out given her love of DuckDuckGo. This is a private one without ads that integrates AI with attribution built in. It's called Neva, N-E-E-V-A, and Nick writes, I've just started playing with it and figured you might all enjoy. What?
0: Personalized search, uh, protection from trackers. I think I tried to use this, and I didn't get an account. Mm. But let me see. Like
1: you tried to create one and didn't Yeah, work.
0: like it was in private beta the last time. Um if you would like to create a, an account, click here. All right, I would like to. Um,
1: oh, okay, yeah.
0: I, they they offer a paid plan. Oh, uh, smart! The paid mm-hmm. plan gives you VPN, uh, oh. and the premium plan also gives. Oh, there's annual or monthly. Okay, that's the same. So yeah, you get you get free uh, stuff, or you pay for a, a VPN while you're using it, which is kind hmm. of an interesting take. Also, gonna, why does it
1: say choose premium and let's fight climate change together?
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have
1: questions. <laughs> oh, I clicked it. Neva will contribute 1% of our profits to fight climate change. To the Environment Defense Fund and 350.org. Okay. Until they reach prop- profitability, they'll contribute $5,000 a year. Love it. Okay. I'm gonna. I hate that as an investor. Keep all your money, guys. But I love it as a person in the world. Hmm. Yeah. Get NEPA for Chrome.
0: Oh, and it has preferences and stuff. I feel I feel like I looked at this before a long time, like two two years ago or something. Yeah.
1: This is pretty cool. And I like the idea, like, I would be willing to pay for search to have it be both private and just give me a freaking answer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like Jason, you know, I hate to cross over pods, but he had the best accidental tagline ever. He's like, why search when you can get an answer? And I was like, dude. You gotta like trademark that immediately.
0: I have been running into the the issue that I'll I will search for something and it doesn't exist, and then I'll realize it's on TikTok. Oh right. Like these are very current things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh right. There, there are people giving you that answer on TikTok and right. search can't find that.
1: Right. Oh, then now that's interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. TikTok, not uh indexed, indexable.
0: Right. And that's a lot a of people are using it to like answer questions and talk about things. So Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's a problem. They need to fix that somehow. Fix it. Can it fix it? Fix it. Um, all right. Well, uh, thank you as always for all of the emails. Feedback at it's a me is where you can continue to send those, and I hope that you will. And we have arrived at the best part of the show. The shout outs. Those of you who support It's a Thing at the shout out level at patreon.com slash it's a thing. And you can support us at any level, by the way. Shout out level not required, but much appreciated because it generates such incredible content for us week after week. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of
0: you have been complaining that we don't have enough open source references in our shout yeah. outs. So yeah. uh Rich addressed that this time. Uh and the shout outs are based on the man page for the Linux command Htop.
1: Yeah. I, I know. You've been asking. You've been asking. And <laughs> so many of delivered.
0: none of you have been asking. And we delivered.
1: <laughs> we delivered. Let's begin. Andrew Bradley is a cross-platform, Miranda Janelle-based process viewer. He's similar to Lee Price, but allows Laura able to scroll vertically and horizontally and interact using joe hood
0: kevin silk can observe all processes running on benjamin forrest along with his command line arguments as well as view jake woods in a tree format select multiple gabriel cohen's and act on mike aikens all at once Mm.
1: tasks related to morris jones killing and (laughs) re-nicing can be done without entering louis saint amore good see the eric duncan below titled james c smith files for further details It always it always takes that hard turn right at the end. It does. Just, it does. You're like, oh, uh,
0: I'm so glad to hear that.
1: He just lulls us into a sense of confidence, <laughs> and then, and then, apologies to Louis Amour, who's somehow right, always right in the middle of it.
0: Yeah. Uh, but at least it's done without. Well, you know, you heard. Is
1: it. Louis Amour, Is he our oldest? I feel like he's in the original crop of shout oh, out patrons. I think
0: he might be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe that's why we abuse him so. But we are <laughs> in fact so grateful for your support at any level. Patreon.com slash it's a thing is what keeps the show going. Every Keep week.
0: those things, email and feedback at it's a thing.me.
1: Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye bye.